World Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copyvasta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm Jeff. I'm the host of it. This is the last recording I'm making, uh, probably in the year 2018. Uh, you're hearing it. The closest that you've heard, uh, record an episode after its recording since like July, <laughs> uh, because I'm recording this <laughs> December 22nd and it's coming out. Actually, I can find out when it's coming out by looking at my notes. Uh, it should be coming out in February. Okay. So, uh, wow. I, Only two I guess it's will be I guess almost it's, relevant. Yeah, I guess it's still pretty far out. Whoops. Um, as you can hear, we made a lot of jokes about Alex Jones in the Slenderman episode, and there was like two months that went by between when we did it and when it aired. Everybody was like, "Who's that?" Yeah, miraculously, he's still alive. Uh, you're hearing with me, of course. Yeah. Uh, Creepy Podsta fan favorite guest. I don't know if that's true because I don't pay attention to what people tell me about this show. Um, <laughs> Hannah Burge. <laughs> Thanks for having so much faith in me. Yep. The the fans are my favorite either way. They're the favorite fans of any podcast that I know. Oh, okay, good. Uh, they're a whole hell of a lot better than McElroy fans who gosh, I don't Burn. I don't enjoy I the the McElroy family produces many of my favorite podcasts. Interacting with the majority of their fan base is uh, pure psychic torture for me. Um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I didn't realize that that kind of person was real. I thought they were just for movies. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway, we're talking about this week a... Speaking of movies... Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, transitions. That's, I did it! That's something a <laughs> podcast could have, uh, theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wanted to work hard to make it at all. <laughs> We're talking about the uh, 2018 Netflix original motion picture, Cam, directed by Daniel Goldhaber, written by Issa Mazay. I don't know if I pronounced any of the names correctly. The story developed by the writer and director and another person named Isabel Link-Levy, starring a woman named Madeline Brewer, who you may know from Orange is the New Black, Hemlock Grove, or Handmaid's tale. Uh, she was also in what I what I and many consider to be the worst episode of Black Mirror that ever aired, which is the one about the robot dogs. Uh, I actually did not see that episode because it's the only thing I've seen after season two is the one about the mean Star Trek starring uh, Fat Damon. Oh um, yeah. It's... <laughs> that was a lot of good things you said. <laughs> yeah. And it has the mother from How I Met Your Mother in it. Yeah, that's right. The star She's one of the Star Trek. She's She's very good. Uh, I didn't get to see her much on How I Met Your Mother because I stopped watching that show long before her character was introduced. Um, <laughs> Oops. Which, you know, good yeah. idea. It's a bad show. Um, spoiler alert, he meets the mother at the end. Yeah. Actual spoiler alert, she died of cancer long before the series takes place, like, in the future segments. 
so the reason he's telling his kids is so that they will give him Why permission are you to doing date Robin. This? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Uh, Why did you just for no reason spoil the show? It wasn't related to uh, anything. Because it's a bad show and I don't want anyone to have to sit through as much of it as I did because it was very good in the beginning and then very bad at the end. Anyway, this movie is much yeah. like a very bad episode of Black Mirror, <laughs> except if you had, it has the production values and acting of an episode of Black Mirror, and if you cut a half an hour out of it, I think it would be in the upper half of episodes of Black Mirror. Um, at the bottom of the upper half, maybe like at the line, the 50-50 line. The main problem with this uh, movie is that there's so little to it. Let's get into what uh, the uh, okay. events of the film. You you may begin. Us. Do we have to? Yes. Uh, God. Oh, you know what? Okay. I, I wanted to... So hold on. I wanted to start off because I forgot uh, in previous episodes when there's like especially upsetting subject matter to like verbally warn people that I've had to add uh, mm -hmm. add things to the text. So please be aware this movie contains depictions of sex work and self harm, and we will be discussing those things, of course. Um, uh, I is there any is there anything else? I think those are the two uh, big ones, right? There's a the the he he does do do an assault on her, and then there's like semi-stalking uh, yeah. sort of uh, like yeah. soft soft core stalking i think is the best way to describe it uh the things that, <laughs> the things that you, the uh, negative things that you would expect to happen in a story about someone who does sex work uh as her job mm. um some of those things occur um as we'll get into as we discuss uh some of the maybe more intense things that could happen to that type of person do not happen um which Mm -hmm. in a horror movie give or take um we'll get into it uh i do i just want to like make you aware the stakes in this movie are extremely low and they remain extremely low throughout the entire film <laughs> despite the fact that They're it is very about... very crafted yeah so many straw men you could you could light the movie on fire with nothing yeah the <laughs> the the stakes are like rock bottom low they it could not be less dangerous to the characters in the movie despite the fact that it is about mm -hmm. a magic uh, internet virus that steals your life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, when I was watching the movie, okay, this is, I, I know this is like an opinions segment a, a la Hereditary. Please don't watch this movie. It was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, you could just skip it. I didn't know whether it was a magic internet virus or a real AI or what. I, I watched the movie with my boyfriend and when it ended, he was like, so was it, I think it was like, a, like an AI, right? And I was like, was it? I had no idea what happened in the movie at all that I watched. Yeah, I think that if we were to cut uh, this up and make it into a Black Mirror episode, there would definitely be uh, an explanation of the thing, and it would be that it was an algorithm that the cam site set up to copy mm -hmm. the people so that they could cut the girls out and keep the money for themselves. But because that's never explained, yeah. it just, <laughs> and there's no stakes, uh, the character has... No, no stakes to be had. The character has no idea what's happening to her, the thing that's happening to her isn't actually very bad, and then she solves it with little harm to herself, no lasting consequences, and learns nothing. Um, so let's <laughs> let's get into it. It's about a okay. it's about a cam girl who does shows on this website called uh, what is it? Realgirls.live. Um, and <laughs> is it 
realgirls.live. I knew they called it RGL and it stood for Real Girls Live, but I really like realgirls.live. I'm pretty That's sure it. the URL that they show on screen in, in the uh, porn website font says realgirls.live as the, like, as in that's the URL, but maybe it's realgirlslive.com. <laughs> it's a particular font. Uh, am I showing, I am I showing my whole ass here on the podcast? No, <laughs> listen, Jeff, most, most people have seen porn websites in some capacity, that's true. whether on purpose or by accident, they know what you mean. You can almost hear looking at the, I'll give this movie props, the graphic, there was a whole credit in the uh, credits of the movie for the people who designed the function of the website that they use in the movie, and I gotta give them props. It looked like a real uh, website. You could almost hear the uh, steel drums of a late-night Comedy Central commercial uh, advertising <laughs> a particular type of girl uh, getting into a particular state of mind. Um, actually, they have already <laughs> gone there. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, anyway, this movie is about uh, one girl named Alice Ackerman. She works under the name Lola, and it starts out with one of her cam shows, and it, um, at first... She was a showgirl? Uh, yeah. There are no yellow feathers in her hair at any point. Please don't worry. You know, I didn't put that together, but that is definitely what she's named after. Um, yep, that's absolutely true, and I was really angry the whole time thinking about it. Not a joke. <laughs> at there all. are many things about this movie that made me angry. So at first it started, I'm like, is this a PG-13 horror movie? And I checked the rating. I thought that too! Uh, I checked the rating. I it's, thought that too! Yeah, it's rated TVMA, which is weird. Because um, mm -hmm, it never aired on television, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, there's a weird thing with Netflix where sometimes they are rated by the MPAA and sometimes they are rated by the whatever television equivalent is. Um, mm -hmm. I think their movies that they do limited release in theaters get the uh, real movie rating, and the ones that are only on Netflix yeah. ever get the uh, TV. TV movie rating. Although this did show at really? this, is that true? This showed at a festival. This showed at Fantasia Fantasia International Film Festival. That even sounds like a porn festival. No, it's for um genre film. What does that mean? <laughs> that, like, what? there's a whole Wikipedia page here. For <laughs> All films have a genre. genre f oh, it's All for B. It's for genre. B movies. Oh. <laughs> uh. This was not a B movie though. I like B movies, and this was just. Well, this movie's rated B for bad. Yeah, so the B I'll stands for bad. Uh, here are some movies that premiered at Fantasia Fest in the past: <laughs> uh, Shaun of the Dead, Midnight Meat Train, oh. uh, Inglorious <laughs> Bastards, Ringu, oh. We Are What We Are, uh, Uzumaki. <laughs> The Sorcerer, good movie. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which I think was only because the name of the movie is Fantasia Fest. Um, mm -hmm. That's not a good movie. Um, anyway, like that's yeah, true. VHS uh, screened there. VHS, uh, VHS is a good movie, a good yeah. horror movie the, that exists. The Canadian Why premiere they... of Red State, amazing. Wow, did, did is this is this Daniel Goldhaber person something? Maybe. Like, is he somebody that was like, oh, well, don't worry, I made a movie. Wink, and then that got in. World premiere uh, oh. of Curse of Chucky happened at Fantasia Fest. So I don't, oh, I don't know wow. what happened. That movie kicks ass. This movie does not. Yeah. Uh, What's the deal here? Okay, he has worked on one movie. He has one win and one nomination, as far as I know. 
on uh, IMDb. So listen, this guy doesn't have enough cred to do this. This Why movie, did it happen that way? Yeah, this movie won the New Flesh Award for Best Feature Film. Uh, the director won. What's New Flesh? I guess it's at Fantasia Fest. Uh, this is the award for newcomers, and this was the best new movie at Fantasia Fest. Um, okay, they have an award called New Flesh. You're telling me this doesn't sound like a porn festival? Yeah, I understand it really the list extremely- of movies. Does. Did, but like listen listen to me the thing they did is on purpose right if this premiered this goes this should this could go in that weird genre of movie along with like the girlfriend experience where it's a movie about um porn that is not itself a, a pornography um and that would be <laughs> a pornography that's one a- i People say a a porno or they say porno. Like, I don't, you can't, I just, I have a very strong opinion about that. Please tell me more. <laughs> so, you know, like people, people will be like, okay, I watched a porno or I watched porno. And some, sometimes that's okay to be used interchangeably. Yeah. Sometimes mm, it's disagree. in, sometimes it's an uncountable collective singular. Yeah. I disagree with that because I don't think when you're saying like, I watched one of them, you're saying I watched uh i watched pornography all of it all of it that is you're saying like one time i watched one of them a a porno one of them that's a quirk of uh well what would the singular be then for pornography i'm gonna google Porno. That's one of them. (laughs) No, that's not how. That's not how Latin works. Yeah, I know. I know. I just okay. Listen, I don't think that like colloquialisms have to follow proper grammar of Latin shortenings. Yeah, pornography is just an uncountable noun. Like it's it's Uh... it's not singular or plural. It is both Uh... and neither. Uh, anyway, I, I disagree. The, I have my okay, cre- creepy podsta listeners. It's not like that. You don't understand. Jeff is wrong. Uh, it is like that. It is from the um. Oh, it's from Greek. Sorry, not Latin. I apologize for for all my Latin heads out there. What up, fam? Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, Latin it's from heads. the ancient Greek pornographos. From pornea, uh, fornication, and grapho, I depict. So it literally hmm. means I depict fornication. Uh, the Wiktionary Pretty page good. for pornography has um, front cover of a video format example of pornography. Um, <laughs> my, f- my First Sex Teacher, Volume 18, starring Holly Sampson, also featuring Holly Halston. Mm, two Hollies. Oh, published, two Hollies, one movie. Published by Naughty America. Nobody does it better. Incredible. <laughs> this is really good. This is better than the movie we actually watched. Uh, Do you want to go watch that movie and yeah, talk about it? Boy, I get. I wonder what the most popular porn name is. Probably Holly, right? I have what? a friend and past guest named Holly Gore, and that absolutely sounds like a a, a porno person's name. Uh, I'm sure she's. That's true. I'm sure she's heard that the entire time that I've known her, because I knew her mm-hmm. in, in, from my freshman year of high school all through college. Sorry, Holly, she doesn't oh, listen boy. to this show. 
Um, anyway, oh, I was wondering where I where I knew her from, but I realize now that I've just like seen her comment on posts you did, and now I feel creepy. Well, she was also a guest on this show before previously. I think. Oh, okay, that's better. I think so. All right. Uh, mm, anyway, really? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay. Uh, we need Jeffrey. Jeffrey. We need to it focus. It can't be. It can't be a two hour episode. Yes. Again. No, it can't. You because have to sleep. It's Twenty minutes until midnight. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the, the, we're five seconds into the movie. So she does these shows, and the reason why we both thought this might be PG-13 is because she has uh, nothing but um, underwear and a, a like Letterman jacket on, and she is moving so deftly to as avoid uh, exposing any nipple uh, on camera while in this just open jacket um, that I was certain- This is a no-nips movie! No nipples in this movie? False? What? That's I've false. When were there nipples in the movie? There are many scenes in which the main character is fully topless as well as other characters. Um, I don't when? know what you're talking about. Uh, well, we'll get. What are you talking about? So she she's wearing pasties. Not the whole time. Well, what? Not the whole time. Uh, okay. Okay. Listen. All right. We gotta. Let's just get there. Okay. Then we'll we'll talk about the nipples that were at any point in time when they happen. Okay. I mean, it's gonna be all often because uh, there's a lot of them. Um, unless every really? unless everyone had pasties that were that had photographs of nipples on them. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so all right. So. The movie starts out and she's doing a normal cam show where she's trying to get them to tip uh, V-Bucks or whatever fake currency. It's not V-Bucks, that's the Fortnite Coins, money. I'm I trying think. to be hip with the kids. Yeah, it's just tokens. Um, and it makes a little jingle. Oh, um, that you know how Fortnite do? Yeah, I know I don't know Fortnite. anything about this. I just and spent it's a making me up. One, I just spent it's, a semester teaching eighth grade, so of course I know how Fortnite works. That's true. Two, I've played Fortnite, it's free, you can just go play it. But... Is it good to do it? Um, it depends. Do you like shooting games? No. Okay, then it's not good. Don't play it. Uh, well... Oh, but every time I say that I don't know what it is or how it works, I feel like I age a hundred years in that one moment. Um, are you familiar with Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Yes. It's exactly that, but with a cartoon aesthetic and a building mechanic where you can build walls and stairs. Oh, that's okay. that's Fortnite, well, and it's why, made why by do the people. Like it very much because it's free and because it looks better than PUBG. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's made by the people who make Unreal Tournament, and they canceled an Unreal Tournament game because of how successful this was. Uh, it was initially wow. going to be like a, a team versus zombies shooter, and then PUBG got really big, so they were like, "Let's throw together a mode that copies that." That and see how it does, and it ended up becoming the main thing of the game. Hmm, all right. Anyway, well, that worked out well for them. <laughs> anyway, they're donating <laughs> tokens to her to be like, okay, take the jacket off or like do a fun thing, and then she pulls out a chest like a trunk full of dildos and is like, you get to vote on which one. And I don't really know how the voting worked because she didn't seem to be keeping track of the votes at all. Um, and then some. No, that's she definitely wasn't. Yeah, she was just guessing. Then some rando comes in and is like, uh, you a knife uh, and she bans him and then he comes back and he's like cut like cut yourself with a knife and she's like okay is yeah, this what be, you want be cut up yeah exactly she pulls out a cartoonishly large like this would be a short sword in Skyrim type of knife um, and she puts it up <laughs> to her really throat big. yeah it's huge 
And she's like, is this what you want? And they're all like, yes, yes. And they're tipping her more and more. And she, her ranking on the website is going up. And then she um, cuts her throat and dies. And you're obviously like, okay, that was, you know, part of it. Um, and then, of course, it is revealed very quickly that that was part of it. She goes on, like, Snapchat and, I guess, Instagram and posts her being like, oh, I'm dead. Get it? Haha, we had so much fun. Um, and then Wink. from this point, she goes into private chat with the person Tinker Boy, who was the person who was pretending to be that mean man. Um, and this is for this whole scene, she's topless, so I don't know what you were talking about. Um, really? Yeah, she takes the jacket Maybe off just... and is just hanging out with blood uh, on her top. Maybe I body. have boob blindness. Is that possible? Yeah. That I just don't see them? I think that um, uh, my theory here <laughs> is that because you um, are a woman, that female nudity is not shocking. <laughs> to you um that's true <laughs> i just don't care about it yeah. i i feel like all of the the guys i've dated i haven't been able to empathize with just like the fact that boobs are interesting to them i'm just like i don't they're they're everywhere everyone's got them who is female probably most of people like most a lot of people have them they're around you all the time Why we can we can pull gender out of it uh because you were clearly stumbling yeah. there to feel inclusive that's and just true. say half of yeah. ha about half of people <laughs> yeah that's okay yes about half of people have them yeah. <laughs> thank you jeff uh yeah. So there's this, yeah, this guy, uh, who gave her a lot, a lot of money. Um, uh, she calls him Barney. I his name is like Barnacle Bob. Um, nope. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, okay. That's not the same as the guy that she was video chatting with. No, Tinker Boy. Tinker Boy is like, I want to be your boyfriend. I love you. And she's like, uh huh, whatever. This guy paid me more money, so I'm going to go chat with him. But actually, she's like, Tinker Boy, sorry, I'm so sleepy. I have to go night night. Um, and then she hangs <laughs> up on him and uh, talks with uh, Barney for a little bit. And um, Barney Did is you know like, when you watched the movie that he was the person who runs the website? No. Does he run the website? Yeah. She video chats with Barney, the site's owner, and he tells her he'll be in the area soon, it says on the Wikipedia page. What? Why? I know! <laughs> did the did the writers of the movie... Okay, so that explains why later in the movie he says that he um, decides who goes where in the rankings. Um, yes, I agree. That... I also, like I said, I watched this movie with my boyfriend and I asked him, did you know this? And he said, no. The movie does not make that clear at any point. I, she, uh, she says to Tinker Boy, "I think I found my whale." When referring to Barnacle Bob, uh, a whale for yeah. um, it's very used, frequently used in free-to-play games. It's a single user who will be your main source of income because they spend a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Uh, for a cam girl who has far fewer customers than um, adventure capitalist or whatever uh, clicker game. Did you say adventure capitalist? Yeah, it's a, it's a clicker game. I don't actually know if you can pay money for it. You must be able to pay money for it. There's no gameplay. Um, it's an idle clicker game or cookie clicker or uh, candy crush, any of these. They The okay. income they rely on is a couple users spending thousands of dollars instead of everyone spending a little bit. Uh, so mm -hmm. with a cam girl, it's the same thing. She just has less customers. So Barney's going to be her whale, except I guess he just runs the website. She doesn't know either. 
<laughs> the character, like the main, the main character in the movie, says, "I think I found my whale." Talking about this guy, so she clearly does not know that he runs the That's site. That's true. She must not know. <laughs> Wait. So then, is the money he gives her real? Is it meaningful? The tokens it's going are real. Into his website. No, but can he look, take it away? She still gets some of it. Does she? She gets half, according to her phone calls. He also with, gets half of it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Um, the wow. the other thing that's weird about this is when she's setting up the date with him, uh, someone walks in, uh, like to his house, and he quickly closes his laptop. How could he be running this website without his family knowing? <laughs> Yeah, like, as his probably sole source of income, because it seems to be a pretty popular one of these websites. Like, yeah, it's where do they madness. think your money comes from, buddy? Um, it's I'm, just... I mean, the main character at, at one point tells her mom, like, oh, I'm in web development. Wink, 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 wink. And maybe he does that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so this guy looked really familiar. His name is Michael Dempsey. Um, I don't think he's been in anything else. Is he... Re he might he must be related to someone famous, right? Uh I don't know. To me he just looked like a generic uh creepy guy and a wife beater hitting on a teen girl. Yeah. They all look uh, the same. Oh, do we actually do we know how old she is or no? No, we don't. Yeah, we don't find out a lot of uh seemingly cogent facts about this movie. We know she lives on her he, own. He was in the uh, movie her... he was in the movie Changeling. We do know who he is. I don't know the movie Changeling, sorry. Really? Oh, okay. Uh he's yeah, like been in a reasonable amount of stuff. His he, IMDb page is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. He played, <laughs> he, he played a he character in a named, TV movie called A Cinderella Christmas. <laughs> yeah, one of his trivia facts is that he played a character named Bob in Cam and a character named Bob in Bowfinger. So <laughs> he does go. look like a Bob. Yeah. Wait, he didn't play a character named Bob in Cam. His name's Barney. Barnacle Bob. <laughs> oh, sure. She calls him Barney for short Bob, because you know, his name is Bob. Barnacle. I mean, we never you know his actual name. The name Barney to Bob. Are you serious? No, no. I'm saying that she calls him Barney for short, short from Barnacle Bob. He, we never learn his actual name. Oh, yep. I didn't get that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oops. My bad. So then she goes to like the cam girl house where a bunch of cam girls live. That's three hours away from her own home. Oh, first we meet her I family. I understand this. Is this is this something that really happens? Is it a place where they live? Is it a place where they just work? Um, first I want to touch on she. Her mom is a hairdresser. Um, does not know she does porn. Her little brother does for some reason, and that's kind of weird. Um, yeah. It doesn't seem like it's a problem for him, like they have a good relationship, until later in the movie when suddenly it's a problem for him. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway um, so yeah, she goes to what the Wikipedia page says is a commercial studio for cam girls. Um, I got the impression that it was like, uh, there's, I feel like there's houses where people just like do porn, uh, in California. Um, I guess that's technically what this is. You would call it a studio if that's what they're doing. Um, so she's going to do a joint show with, uh, she had been discussing this with another cam girl named Fox 
and she does the show and she doesn't like it because it's with one of those very um intense vibrators that a person sits on um and i was trying the- to figure this out they call it a vibratron in the movie yeah it's, it's not so if you look that up you turn up a real product as just like a normal like vibrator just like shaped like a dildo and it vibrates there's that's not what she was sitting on no it was so like how a, can they use that name i mean there's not many names um <laughs> like but it's the name of a real product and they used it in their movie without talking to them obviously yeah but like what names could you possibly like you can't think of a name that isn't already the name of a sex toy um mm. and they're not going to call it a sibian which is what it was um what it's Sibian is the the actual thing like that's what that type of thing is I think it's a brand um oh, I would I haven't seen this I didn't know what it was I was trying to figure oh that's what I assumed it was yeah I believe but I wasn't sure because they don't show it in the movie yeah exactly we only see the control handle with uh one setting and it says faster <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they're like, make it go faster, and she already has it all the way to the top, and somehow it goes faster? How yeah. can that be? Yeah, the choices are faster and off. Um, <laughs> it's, so, she does this, she clearly has a bad time um, doing it, but there's no consequences for her, despite all the warnings the other camp girls give her, that it's gonna, like, ruin her vagina Yeah, one forever. of the, like, yeah, that's said by, like, one of the mean cam girls who tried to, like, get her to have her ratings dropped by like being like oh i'll get naked if you take lola down 10 more spots and then oh right when she goes prince- to the cam house this same girl yeah princess underscore x yeah she is a non-nude cam girl um and for some reason is ranked very highly um and she says if you make lola's ranking drop i'll take my clothes off but then it doesn't happen because lola just logs off um yep which is the other reason i was like are you sure this isn't a pg-13 movie yeah well i mean we do see I think that Lola is topless in the Vibratron scene as well um, she might have she might have like tassels on uh, we also there's a couple montages of just like random cam girl footage and that is all um, according to the credits actual footage from like actual cam girls that they supplied um, oh and I see that doesn't there's lots of toplessness and yeah there's lots of toplessness in those um, anyway so then we get fully half an hour into the movie before uh, <laughs> Lola Alice goes to log on as Lola and stream and discovers that she's already logged on and streaming and she's locked out of her account and she goes and makes uh, another account and watches the show and she's like mm, okay um, and she's like this is weird they're playing an old show of mine so she goes to her show calendar she can't find this show of her being in a kiddie pool in her, her pink room she calls it so she um starts typing into the chat uh she's well first she types into the chat that this isn't me um they're replaying an old show and then gets banned then she creates a new account called mr teapot uh i don't know i guess I, like I have it's no idea. It's another Alice in Wonderland joke. It's an Alice in Wonderland joke because oh. her first account was Mad Hatter. Right. And her second one was Mr. Teapot. Because her name She's is just Alice. Doing mad Tea Party jokes. Right. Uh, quote unquote. Quote unquote jokes. These are light jokes here. Uh, I thought maybe it was a crude reference to Mr. Teapot uh, being short and stout, um, but I guess not. 
uh, what? my mind, because <laughs> I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle. Here's my spout. Like a like the guy who's who she's pretending to be is a, a short stout man. Yeah, or he's you know working with a chode. Um, <laughs> in either case, um, so she yeah, she not correct either way. Just because her name is Alice, I'm realizing now. Thanks to yeah. you. Uh, yep. Listen, that's there's it. a lot of stupid things about this movie. Uh, yeah, we've just true. stumbled into another one. So she watches the show, and the Lola on screen um, reacts to the chat like live, as if this is not uh, an old show, but is happening now. And mm -hmm. this is a third of the way into the movie where we finally get to the premise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was out today at like coming back from lunch, and I got an, a text from you saying it took a third of the day. Of movie to get to the doppelganger with two exclamation points in parentheses no spoilies i'm not done yeah so this affected you clearly yes because i paused the movie to be like okay we're finally here where is it 30 minutes into this uh 90 minute movie <laughs> what are you kidding was, me and then she spends so time movie. she spends time being like oh this must be one of the other cam girls who has hired someone who looks like me and hacked into my like what are you kidding me what it yeah, looks like, exact it looks it sounds exactly be? like you. Uh, <laughs> have some, like, self-respect. You're not that generic looking. Come on, Alice. Um, <laughs> oh, that was nice of you. So she gets, like, mad at Princess underscore X. She eventually calls the cops, and the cops are, like, really shady about it. They're like, uh, I mean, you shouldn't, like, there's nothing we can really do about it. Did you call the website? The one cop is like, do you meet up with some of these guys? Uh, clearly trying to either be like, you should meet up with me uh, as an abuse of power, or to be like, well, now I have to arrest you because you admitted to doing a crime. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I mean, he also says, what's the weirdest thing you've ever been asked to do? Which apparently the one of the writers, mm, who was a cam girl, put that in because it's something that somebody said to her one time. Not a cop or anything, just like somebody said it to her once. That's a reasonable what? question, I think. What? That, that That's a reasonable question, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, sort of weird coming from a cop, but in any other circumstance, I don't think it's that strange. Yeah, and he I like... I don't really think it's offensive either. Exactly. Especially because the way it is in the movie, he immediately re like he immediately corrects himself um and is, like mm -hmm. he's like what's the weirdest thing you've ever had to do like have you ever met up with any of these guys he like immediately realizes oh that's a weird way to put that coming from a cop i'm gonna clarify um, <laughs> and then he clarifies that it's not weird anymore and we never find out what the weirdest thing she did is even though we've seen it and it was the time that she slit her throat on camera which was weird um i mean it was fake but it was you know weird um yeah. So they, uh, the cops don't help. One of the cops is like, if you want to avoid this sort of thing, you should just log off. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I get it, movie. Like, what are you trying to say? Okay. Are you serious? I understand, movie, but when you're dealing with magical doppelganger that the police have, like, literally seen the magic happening, <laughs> and they're just like, maybe don't be on Twitter anymore. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I okay, I do have a little bit of respect for the fact that it's trying to make a commentary on the way that authority figures in our country see sex workers, which is badly. Exactly. This is not this is not how it is. <laughs> it's not just like don't go on the internet anymore. Like what? That is a response to like when trolls are sending you death threats on Facebook. It would not That's be the true. response if you showed them a picture of one of the trolls um, m like m that looks exactly like you in your Facebook account pretending to be you live right next to your real face that it looks like like no it's right. she showed the magic and the response was which could work <laughs> that could work but this movie was not made skillfully enough to pull off that working as like an outlandish thing because it's there are yeah. plenty of horror movies where the people are like look the uh ghost face is after me he's gonna stab me right in the guts and he'll never even find out what my favorite scary movie is um and then like you could have people react to that and be like no it's not a big deal like that happens a lot in halloween movies where people are unconcerned yeah. they're like no michael my couldn't possibly escape. He's got three handcuffs on, and he's only ever escaped from two <laughs> handcuffs before. all on before. the same hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, that type of thing, yeah, sure. This doesn't work. She continues watching. Um, no, she goes to her little brother's birthday party. Of course, all of her little Did you brother... understand? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Did you understand why there's a point where, like, in between these two things, she goes to the store, like, just a regular convenience store, it looks like, and runs into, like, an old friend from high school who works there and invites her to the party? Why does that happen? Yeah, I didn't understand that. Why does she come that? to the party? <laughs> I don't know. They, like, introduce this character, and she talks talks to her for like a good five minutes and then at the party she spent some time like taking pictures of this girl to post on the internet. Why? What was that? I think that this writer wanted to make a movie, wanted to make two movies. One, uh, an honest drama about being a cam girl and that could be a good movie. And another, a horror mm. movie about being a cam girl and that could be a good movie. But she decided to write them both into the same movie. Yes. Which doesn't- I like, said this out loud today. Yeah. I said that exactly. <laughs> this this scene is in there for for us the audience to be like, oh, she's lost touch with her past getting into this uh, lurid world of, of sex, but also she's making so much more money than someone she graduated high school with who's just mopping floors at the grocery store uh, to show you that like dichotomy of like the good and the bad. But it doesn't really belong in this movie about a, a magic demon who stole her face. <laughs> Yeah, I very much agree. It just tonally was so, like, non-confluent. It was just as if it had been spliced in from an other, a different movie by accident. Yeah. Um, so they go to her little brother Jordan's birthday party and all of her, all of his little friends somehow have found her, uh, cam girl account. Uh, despite the fact that she uses a fake name on it. Um, I, I like, I Yeah, don't... and there's like hundreds of thousands of accounts on that one site. Yeah. 
You know, I guess it's because the doppelganger has had her rise in the rankings. She's like in the top 20 or top 10 by this point. So maybe that's how it happened. And one of them just happened to find it. Um, yeah, I guess. So they uh, want to Jordan gets into a fight with one of his friends, like a fist fight, um, because the friends won't stop calling her a porn star. Um, and then uh, mom finally finds out and is like, boy, the stakes are so low here. Yeah. So low. Oh, I was like, can this scene end? I don't want it anymore. Yeah, because the little brother already <laughs> like, knows and he's cool with it. And mom doesn't know and doesn't freak out when she finds out. <laughs> yeah, and it's like super cool and nice about it when she comes back. Like, I understand that you have to do what you have to do. I just wish she would talk to me about it. Yeah. Like, the we're like listening to her moaning on the phone from the video and her mom is just like watching it. Oh, and later? Ugh, oh, she yeah. back to talk to her mom again. Oh, God. She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I just want to do something that I'm good at. And her mom's like, oh, yeah, you are really good. I watched some. I was like, what? What? I, what? <laughs> I thought that was going to be part of the horror movie plot that like everybody was being replaced by sex doppelgangers, including nope. her mother. And I was like, oh, no, wait, that's just her mom just said that. Are you serious? This is not uh. an unusual thing. There are, um, like, famous porn stars who are, like, mothers and daughters who have done scenes together where they don't interact. Uh. And also, uh, uh. one young lady did a scene where her actual real mother, like, was in the room watching during it, uh, which I guess is uh. is something some people are into. Uh. Please, please help me. <laughs> You're killing me. Um, <laughs> I'm shriveling up like the worms in Little Mermaid. Yeah, I don't, I don't get. Like, it's not a source of conflict between Alice and her mother. It's just something where um, she's like, "Yeah, I was gonna tell her eventually." Like, no, kick it up a notch. Be like, I can't possibly yeah. tell her. She's the Pope. Like, come on. <laughs> She's Oprah. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> no, I think Oprah would be cool with it. Yeah, that's true. Oprah would be like, come on my show and talk about it. And she'd be mm -hmm. like, oh, pretty good. Um, but I also like, you know, it's even to the point where she has her own house and lives by herself. Yeah. She comes back to go to her mom's house because she just wants to. Like, yep. she doesn't even have that to deal with. That awkwardness. Like, please give me a steak. Um, so Alice goes and watches another show by Lola and this uh, fake Lola um, and this time fake Lola uh, does another suicide show where she shoots herself in the head um, mm -hmm. and then like gets up and during then she, the show. Okay. Go ahead. She like, the the main character freaks out about this is like yeah. screaming and crying and like, but you did this yourself. You saw you do it. Why yeah. is this weird? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I guess it's like viscerally upsetting to see it happen to someone who looks just like her but also like, you know that she's copying your exact Steve like your style is is being copied here but like right. you should you should get it you should understand that the re the reason she does it is because it's what you did um <laughs> like yeah i just but she doesn't parse that um and her rank goes up and at this point i believe she enters the top 10 um yeah yeah because the the double gets up and starts celebrating that they got into the top 10 um yeah i wasn't using they singular there she is celebrating her and her boys got into the top 10 oh uh this will become slightly important later but 
Alice has a couple rules. She doesn't say I love you to her fans in the room. And she, what is one of her other rules? She doesn't oh, she fake does, an she, orgasm. She doesn't fake her orgasms. Those are her two rules. And there was, there was one more and I don't remember what it was. No, it seems because like there should, it seems like there should be three or more rules, but I'm pretty sure there were just two rules because again, this is a bad movie. Um, <laughs> That's true. Alice decides she's going to go talk to Barney and figure it out. And she tries to get him to tell her, like, what, where's baby? Like, what's up with, tell me about baby, because I'm going to go do a show with baby. Um, and I That's don't know. That's another cam girl for the audience members who yeah. we haven't talked about this character to. Sorry, baby is another cam girl. I thought that this was the woman that she encountered um, when she went to the house. She goes to the house and she talks. Maybe. To, she talks to Fox, who she does the show with. She talks to Princess Underscore X, who is mad at her. And then there's the the black lady is there. Yeah, I also thought that this was baby, but my boyfriend said that he didn't think so. Oh. Okay, so, I guess we're just racist. I don't. Uh, so we were both fooled by this. Um, but the reason, audience, that this matters is because the main character finds out like ten minutes later that the baby, by like doing some weird detective work, actually died in a car crash many years ago. Six months like, ago. Five years ago. Nope, six months earlier. What? Wait. Yeah. When does this movie take place? She died in 2015. Uh, yeah, I guess that's when it takes place then, because it says that. Um, <laughs> it says at some point, like six months. <laughs> ago on it. I'm pretty sure, right? Doesn't it? Really? Did I make that up? I don't know. I think you might have. Because the legitimate <sighs> death date is definitely in, in 2015. I know this for sure. Oh, I thought it said 2014 on the website. But then I was just, for some reason, I thought it was six months ago. Um, uh, don't they say? I don't know. There's no way we're going to be able to find this out. God, I would have to rewatch the movie, which I'm absolutely not going to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, neither will I ever. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this movie sucks eggs. It's very bad. Uh, so she <laughs> talks to this guy and goes into the bathroom to like look up stuff about baby while he's there, not remembering that she has a doppelganger on the internet uh, on this website that he loves, that he thinks that she's <laughs> from. Um, so of course, he gets a notification that she's gone live and realizes, oh, this person I'm on the date with is not Lola. Um, and then tries to go be like, who are you? Tell me who you are. And then he like, um, grabs her by the mouth, uh, and is leading her out of the bathroom and is like, oh, my wife got drunk. You know, the young ones can't hold their liquor and it's really gross and sucks. Uh, but then she bites him and then runs away and she doesn't, weirdly, she like just looks at him, takes a beat and then leaves instead of being like, yo, this dude just tried to kidnap me. I'm not his wife. I don't know him. Uh, like because there's a bunch of people <laughs> yeah, like, there's what? a bunch of people standing around who like some of whom would definitely like beat him up or call the police like she should have shouted something and then <laughs> left and if this were a movie that had realistic characters in it i feel like she would have but also you know it's fine if you don't do that when someone is trying to grab you uh, out of a public place. But the fact that she took and the I beat even, made it seem like she was going to. I also thought that maybe the point of this was that like he was going to come back later to like try and get her at her nope. house. Nope. The stakes are zero. There are none. They're trying to really trying hard to keep it that way. Um, she goes back to her house and Lola and Baby are doing a uh, stream in Lola's bedroom. Uh, Lola's pink room. And then, um, 
Yeah, you know what? The Wikipedia page does say that uh, baby died years ago, so mm, I guess I'm <laughs> an insane person. Uh, but also, this Wikipedia page has a lot of information that's not in the movie, so... Um, that's true. So, they, she goes and watches and sees Lola and baby are going to go into her real bedroom where she is currently, but of course, they don't, because they just exist on the internet. Um, but she still goes to, like, barricade the door, and then they come in anyway, but they're not in in there. They're just in there on the stream on the computer. Um, I mean, but the weird thing about it is supposed to be that like she's never filmed in that room, and that room has never gone onto the site. So like whatever magic demon AI doesn't have footage of that room. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it at this point it seems like the doppelganger is intentionally taunting her because like it goes into her real bedroom and then um, talks about her brother and mentions him by name and like makes fun of him yeah. um so then after all this happens lola go smashes her computer up bad idea um then she goes and looks up um tries to find other girls that have been like copied sort of um i, d I don't know how she figures out who else has been copied um is she is she looking she figures out baby has been copied because she notices a phrase that the doppelganger said also showed up in baby one of baby's recent videos um yeah and that is maybe what she does to figure out the other doppelgangers but one thing they all have in common is tinker boy is their top uh fan so at this point you the audience are like "Ooh, he maliciously created these doppelgangers and he's gonna or he's a shapeshifter or no it's a coincidence <laughs> Um, he just likes likes looking at teens. Yeah, he's identified the doppelganger. Like he thinks that he knows who's about to be copied by it, but he doesn't know what it is and doesn't seem to care and doesn't seem to indicate how he knows it's a doppelganger. Except, I mean, I guess he might know that baby, real baby, died. I don't know. Um, but he also doesn't know her name or anything or where she lives. Like, the reason yeah. the main character was able to figure that out is because Barney had visited her baby where she lives, and he said that out loud, so yeah. she could look it up. But, like, I don't know. I And then, like, she gets, like, all freaked out, and Tinkerboy's like, oh, well, don't worry, you can stay here with me. And for some reason, she does. And then yeah. she, like, gets up and tries to, like, go talk to him while he's in the shower, but actually he just has the shower on and he's like jerking off talking to Lola on the computer it's a private session with the and door she gets open so mad with the door open like, like why bother why? having the shower on to block the sound if you have the door open <laughs> um, yeah i have no idea also but, like, and then she gets so angry about this why does she care alice interrupts him and he doesn't stop uh it's very <laughs> it's very we need to talk about kevin uh except he's like sweating yeah. and upset instead of looking her in the eye and smiling um yeah i i understand why he would get mad at her because it's a goblin that stole her face but also she then goes in and interacts with this lola who doesn't recognize her um mm -hmm. so she this is actually kind of cool she does figure out she realizes oh this thing doesn't know what it looks like it doesn't know it looks like me um right and she knows but, I mean, she knows that it can't even see itself because she looked behind and saw that sh like the image of the computer was reflected in the mirror behind her so the like uh -huh. if the if the demon saw 
her, it would also see itself next to her and would know, like, oh, these faces look the same. But it didn't. It had yeah. no awareness of that. Yeah. I just, the reason that I think that this, like, section of the movie made me so angry was because, like, they set this guy up as the villain from minute one. Yep. Because he, like, shows up in her town where she lives and is like, oh, your doppelganger told me to, like, move here and that you were in love with me and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, I didn't say any of that. And he was oh, like, before oh, that, even. Um, oh, yeah. He sees true. her He sees her at the store. Or, sorry, she mm-hmm. sees him at the store. And then is like, and oh, then no. And he calls her on her real phone. Yeah. Like, using uh, her phone number. Yeah. So, like, then after he, like, shows up at her mom's hairdresser place with flowers and is like, you said that you would meet me because the doppelganger, I guess, made some promises. Um, yeah. But also, like, this guy is perfectly set up, right? Like, this would be a great villain for the movie, whether it's, like, supernatural or he's got, like, super special AI powers or he even, like, gets mad in some way at her. But no, after what we just said, she literally just tases him and leaves. And that's yeah. it. And we never see him again. Yeah, it's that's really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like like there was a different ending in mind or something or like they didn't know actually what the doppelganger would be like so they wrote the movie <laughs> up to this point and then they're like oh shoot wait we didn't actually decide what was up with this monster um <laughs> then we get to the final scene and it's you know sort of cool i guess uh she sets up mm, her computer screen behind her and sits in front of a mirror so that the she'll the doppelganger will be able to see her next to itself and everyone watching will be able to see it that way too and Mm -hmm. um first she does a private session with the doppelganger and then reveals it and the doppelganger doesn't seem to notice that they're identical um and then she pays the doppelganger a bunch of tokens and is like go live on the channel with my feed and she does and they have a contest of like do hardcore stuff to yourself um and whoever does it more hardcore wins and all she does is bash her face into the desk twice yeah i mean Um, it also like she like bangs her head on the desk and her nose is like kind of messed up and then she bangs her head on the desk again and her nose is like super super messed up but not in a way that looks real at all like it just looks like somebody like took something and like slashed down the center of her nose like there's a big like bloody gash but it doesn't look like blunt force in any way it's just like they were like oh we forgot we made a horror movie we have to put something scary in it (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's really strange. Um, the effects are kind of cool. Sometimes, like, w- like the, the fake Lola doesn't really bash her face. She just kind of mirrors the motion. But then, like, she sees mm-hmm. the uh, Alice's broken, like, bleeding face and, like, glitches out. And then comes when she comes back from the glitch, she has, like, the same injury. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that. Okay, I figured out that the actress that she was talking to that we thought was Baby... Uh, sorry, the character she was talking to we thought was baby was lucky duck um okay played sure. by 2016 america's next top model contestant quay tom um, wow america's next top model contestant yeah fancy schmancy um <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I had to go on the IMDb page and scroll down for that. Um, but yeah, that Maybe was... I'm unsurprised. That was Lucky Duck. Uh, anyway, we were in the final scene. Okay, so she breaks her nose twice, and the thing is, she's like, if I win, um, you have to give me your password. And so she wins, and then Lola sends the password, and Alice uses the password to delete the account just as it gets to number one. And then it cuts to later, and her nose is fixed, and her mom does her makeup, and she goes in and makes a new uh, account. She's Evebot now, and you think, <laughs> you think, oh, maybe she's gonna do some kind of, like, weird computer-themed cam girls. No. It's normal. She does it normal. Um, and the movie ends there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I even thought it was going to go as far as, like, she's now trying to doppelgang the doppelgangers to, like, figure yeah. out where it's coming from, and that's why bot. Nope, it's not anything. None of it was anything. It's just nothing. Yeah. I, <laughs> I the way I described it was the movie has a premise, but not a plot. Somehow. I don't understand how that can be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you cut half an hour out of it and added an explanation for the monster in two lines, like, oh, Tinkerbot, Tinkerboy created it. And, uh, <laughs> and he explains that before he leaves the movie permanently for seemingly no reason then you would have so I read, a black mirror episode i read an interview with the like writer and the director like all the people we listed at the beginning like so much research good. wow like, and, yeah wow i just wanted to know what it was i wanted to know whether it was an ai or not and the writer was like oh yeah well we had written in a scene originally where she went to a room to like try and find lola too but it was like full of servers and stuff but then we thought like hmm that interrupts the flow of the movie too much, and we're trying to tell a story, so we took it out. What? You took out the explanation of the whole thing because it messed with your plot? Mm. Like, what is the logic there? All you needed to do was have, um, when she confronts Tinker, and instead of having him be like, I kind of guessed sometimes, like, I could tell when someone's being copied, have him be like, I'm a programmer, and I wrote the algorithm for this website, and... Yeah! Uh, that explains a, the whole thing without yeah, changing anything. Exactly. They have a sin They want to replace the cam girls. Uh, so that they don't have to split the revenue anymore. So they made me write a program to copy you. Um, then look, I just did it. I just fixed the whole movie and made it. Yep. Uh, well, then you also have to cut out half an hour of wasted time. And I just made it into a yep. really good Black Mirror episode. Um, <laughs> it already looks yeah. like it already looks like a BBC TV show. So it's not like you That's have to true. even change how it's shot. <laughs> Somehow, yeah, I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes for this. Yes, that was what I was going to read next. Are you serious? <laughs> it's unbelievable. For all critics, it has a 93%. Based on 73 reviews. Only, what? Like, how? How can this be? Yeah, sorry, what was the top critics? 100%. What? <laughs> <laughs> You know what movie I saw this weekend that has a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, that is about five times better than this movie? Aquaman. Um, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It is. They don't like superheroes because it's too mainstream. Uh, Aquaman, despite the fact that it is not a psychosexual thriller, is more thrilling and more sexual than uh, Cam. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised by that in the least. The audience score is a 58%, which I think is more closer. along the lines of correct. I don't understand how a movie, like, how what is up with horror movie scoring on Rotten Tomatoes? Because Truth yeah. or Dare, Truth or Dare, which is a serviceable slasher pick, flick that is more capably acted and definitely more stylish, stylishly shot than Cam, has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. It, ha- it has a lower sc- score than Slender Man. Um, Are you s- yes. Uh, actually, I th- Slender Man might have dipped slightly below to 13%. Um, like th- the critical consensus was truth or dare and slender man are as bad as one another and That's cam cam is perfect <laughs> yeah i just went to remind myself to do the comparison i went and pulled up hereditary on rotten tomatoes and from the critics it has an 89 percent, which like all right that's pretty good. Audience score is 62%. That's basically the same. Audience? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What movie did you watch? What uh, movie did you watch? Mother has a like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics and audience alike. Uh, that movie, at least I get. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I want to, like, I'm, I'm going to click 93. No, I thought if I clicked 93%, it would show me other movies with a 93% score. But of course yeah. it didn't. Uh, let's look at top DVDs and streaming right now and see what movies have a lower score than Cam. <laughs> this is awesome. This is a great exercise we've created here. And I will tell you which of these movies I've seen that I liked more than Cam. Bad Times at the El Royale has a 74% that movie's excellent. Mid 90s has a 77%, another excellent film. Um, scrolling down here, Springsteen on Broadway, which is just Bruce Springsteen performing by himself on Broadway, one of uh, <laughs> perhaps one of America's best songwriters. Uh, 94%, only 1% better than Cam. Venom, 28%. Simple, a simple favor, 85%. Like, what? All of these movies are better than Cam. I know because I saw them. I know because I went to the movie theater and I saw them. I know that they're better for a fact. It's an objective fact that they're better. I don't understand. I don't get it. (laughs) This is the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Crazy Rich Asians has a 91% critic score. Why? (laughs) Why did 90... What movie... Did we do one of those things where we went to the horror section on Netflix and there's five movies called Cam and we watched the wrong one and we both watched the same wrong one? Is that what happened to us? Oh no. It's... There's screenshots on the page and they look like the ones I watched, but maybe they're just doppelgangers. I feel insane. So there's another Me too. There, there's another in- extremely online movie that is also a thriller called Searching starring John Cho and that has oh, yeah. mm-hmm. a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 1% worse than this piece of garbage. What? God. Oh no. Damn. Oh. Why did this happen? Blind Spotting, which is a movie people are talking about getting Oscars, has the same score as Cam. (laughs) Did the critics fall asleep? Why? Why did they do this? Did they all go see it together after a really late night, fall asleep, and be like, 
well, we have to write something. <laughs> a chill just ran down my spine because the new Coen Brothers movie, another Netflix original called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, 92%. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's one line above on the recent streaming releases, Cam. Uh, so you can see them right next to each other on the same page, Cam having a 1% score higher than a Coen Brothers movie. What? <laughs> what? I don't understand. What okay, happened? Rhapsody, the Queen, the Queen movie, which I've heard everybody raving about, about an American superstar played extremely capably. 62% critic rating, are you I actually did hear that movie was kind of bad, but... <laughs> 90, it has a 90% audience score. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, the Spy yeah, Who Dumped Me, this movie 49%. With... Mm, Alright, I watched this movie with my boyfriend, like I said, and I was so happy when he was like, yeah, this movie was a horrible bad nightmare, because okay. I, I looked this up and saw how well it was rated, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I, I, what happened? I do want to clarify, Slenderman, Slenderman worked its way down to 7%. <laughs> Yeah. So I think it would be about right to me, honestly. I think it would be fair to say that Truth or Dare is twice as good as Slender Man if it is uh, (laughs) sitting at about fourteen or fifteen percent. Yeah, I think that's about right. And Cam is worse than both of them. Well, it's about equally as bad as Slender Man. Yeah, I would rather watch Cam than Slender Man because at least no parts of Cam were chopped out of the movie to make it make no sense. Like there's that deleted scene you mentioned but the movie still mostly hangs together without it. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> it's also not viscerally offensive on, like, every level the Eight way levels. Slenderman was. Um, yeah, how could they boy. do that to Slenderman? I can't believe we all slept on <laughs> Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, gosh. All anyway, right. uh, we, I, I, we guess we, I guess we have to get into the spookiest parts, huh? Uh, what do you mean? Did we watch a horror movie? <laughs> I found the um, the the scene with the well, the first scene with the knife somewhat compelling. The scene with the gun I did find genuinely compelling. Like I thought that mm-hmm. it was thrilling in the context of the rest of the movie, and then her reaction at the end, bad. But as it's happening, yeah. it's like building tension really well. That's true. I agree. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the the themes it's trying to make you think about are genuinely scary. Like, this is a good alternative to in-person sex work, I think, because it eliminates a lot of the danger of that. Like, this person doesn't know where you live. They don't get to touch you, but you can still, like, do your job. And to, like, basically say, well, this has a lot of its own problems and, like, it's a whole world and here is a look into that. Like, the the idea of that is good and it could have been made scary, but I don't think they did it good. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. The, um... Barney and Tinker are far more frightening than the um, literal magic demon that lives inside the computer. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw these two people, and immediately my internal response, and I mean, this is probably just because I'm a young woman, was like, oh no, she's gonna get <laughs> raped or murdered or something bad by these men. And no. I saw she had an internet doppelganger, and I was like, oh man, a demon, pretty cool. Yeah. All right, it seems the, nice. <laughs> the um the 
poster for the movie is really good. Um, yeah, it's on the Wikipedia true. page. It reminds me of a Tomie short story by Junji Ito. Um, I've talked about Tomie on the podcast before. It is a recurring series that he does, uh, usually like a bunch of different one shots about this girl who seems to have some sort of supernatural curse on her where men want to chop her up into little bits and scatter the bits. Um, so, and each of the bits grows into a whole new Tomie, who then continues on in the same way. Um, and the, um, the, the really horrifying thing about it is sometimes the Tomie seems to be aware of this curse, and other times she seems to not be aware of it. So, oh no. yeah, exactly. Um, oh but no. you, you can read a nice, big, like, huge, like, 500-page manga of all the Tomie comics. One of them is called Painter, yes. and a painter uh, abandons his muse because he meets Tomie and is trying to paint her. Um, oh, the other interesting thing about Tomie is she's a huge asshole in pretty much every single incarnation. Um, oh. She's completely, wholly unlikable to the reader, which further wow. further complicates the fact that um, she's, yeah. through the course of the story going to get chopped up (laughs) yeah she's going to be chopped up at some point in the story and that is complicated by the fact that you the reader do not like her um (laughs) and uh the people who are doing it don't seem to have control over the fact that they're doing it but anyway the painter keeps trying to paint her and at first he paints her normal and she's like this doesn't capture my beauty you're a worthless piece of crap um and then he goes like insane and tries to paint her again and he paints something that looks a lot like the poster to cam um and that is sort of the big reveal of it um photograph like photographs of her show up like this too i think in the same story Um, weird yeah anyway uh so the best thing i can say about cam is it reminded me of tomie just the poster which i like a lot more (laughs) than cam (laughs) yeah i was just about to say i think my spookiest part is now the fact that you reminded me about jinji ito (laughs) yeah uh, he's good and Cam is bad. Um, yeah. Do, do we have anything else to say about Cam? No, I want it to be over. I hated it. Don't. It watch was it. made for a million dollars. That's impressive. Do you want to recommend something else to watch instead? Mm, a horror movie. Yeah, let's go for a horror movie. Mm, mm, let me think. Because the thing is, I usually agree with you, and I think you've recommended a lot of the good ones. Have you recommended Cabin in the Woods yet? Uh, I don't know. I know I've mentioned it before because it's very good Mm, it is very good if you're thinking of watching this movie go watch that instead because you'll walk away from it being like wow that was a good movie that happened to me i'm glad i watched that instead of being like i have to talk about this on a podcast and it wasn't (laughs) anything (laughs) um i can make a list right now of the horror movies i watched in 2018 that were like new releases and uh, i'll quickly say which ones are good uh since this is the last one i'm recording in 2018 even though you're not hearing it till february i feel like that's a good wrap up uh annihilation a plus that movie is incredible it's scary it's really cool uh the main cast is five women go watch it thoroughbreds uh very good starring olivia cook no not olivia cook that's the one in truth or 
Dare. Um, it stars Anya Taylor-Joy, who was in Split, um, and mm. another one, and they play some psychopaths who are maybe gonna go kill one of their parents. Uh, pretty good. Mm. Um, Unsane. This was shot by Steven Soderbergh in secret in the summer of 2017, starring Claire Foy. Uh, it was shot on iPhones. Um, it's good. It's very tense. It's very frustrating, because it touches on a real thing um, that happens, which is that people will be tricked into um, involuntarily being committed uh, until their insurance like mm. runs out so that the hospital can make insurance money. Uh, pretty good. A Quiet Place. You've heard me talk about it. It's an episode of the show. Uh, Truth or Dare. I talked about it on this show already several times. Uh, pretty good. Watch it. Uh, Hereditary. Also have an episode oh. about that. Uh, God, Watch that movie's- it a thousand times. It's so Don't stop I, watching it. I haven't even watched it a second time because every time I think about it, I have to sleep with the light on that night. Um, yeah, it's really <laughs> upsetting. That image of like when you are seeing the like naked brother laying in the bed, and then you hear uh, the United States of Terrorists scream in the background, and then it flashes to the head. Oh, yeah. The the movie oh. does that wonderful thing that Cam fails to do, which is it shows a character reacting to something scary lot like it lingers on the reaction before you ever see the scary thing so you're like primed mm. for it and it gets your blood pumping oh so good um yeah you said down, you said when you talked about hereditary that you thought um you didn't know that her head was going to come all the way off but actually when i was a yeah. kid i had a recurring dream that i oh, no. that this happened to me and <laughs> when i saw it i was immediately like oh no it's real it happened to someone it wasn't me but it happened <sighs> i mean in a movie uh i know uh let's see slender man skip it uh the mag i guess counts as it could that's a creature feature that movie's you know a little long but enjoyable if you can catch it on netflix or something where you don't have to pay for it give it a shot uh a simple favor is more like a, a psychosexual thriller in the vein of gone girl but worth a look uh, Venom, uh, that's a horror-adjacent character, I would say. Um, give that movie a watch if you can watch it for free or in the background. Halloween, that movie's amazing. I loved it. Um, Ooh, I know that good. people have been mixed about the new Halloween. I thought that it was excellent. I would say that of all the horror movies I saw this year, this is the one that slaps the most. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's a part in the movie where it is like a really long, unbroken shot of Michael Myers just walking into people's houses and stabbing them to death and then leaving. Um, and it happens <laughs> at, like, five different houses in a row, and he just, like, slowly lumbers in. They don't see him. The audience sees him. He stabs them to death and leaves. Oh, it's great. Um, Overlord. Awesome. Overlord. Pretty good. Takes way too long to get to the zombie Nazis, which is all we want to see. Also, has a similar problem with Ouija Origin of Evil had, where uh, I think some of the monsters might be Holocaust victims. So uh, be aware going into that that, um, I mean, it's always going to be bad territory when you're dealing with Nazis in a horror situation, but Overlord, uh, you know, fun, kind of gross. Anna and the Apocalypse. I actually forgot about this one. Um, a couple pretty good songs, very capable performances, but uh, bleeds the uh, low budget aesthetic, which mm, if you want to make a zombie movie on a low budget, it better look at least as good as Shaun of the Dead. Sorry. Um, yeah. If you want to watch a horror musical, go watch Repo the Genetic Opera, which is a masterpiece instead of that. 
Yep, you should hop in your time machine and go watch that in 2007 when you're a goth teen, because um, that's, mm. I think, when it's appropriate to watch Repo the Genetic Opera. Ooh, sick burn on you. Oh, whoops. Oh, whoops. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I added myself as a goth teen. How I have did I do this? I haven't seen Repo, but, you know. Um, mm. Mandy, skippable except for one scene where Nick Cage drinks an entire bottle of whiskey while screaming and crying and uh, throwing things things in a bathroom and then another scene awesome. where he gets in a chainsaw fight with someone like a sword fight but with chainsaws um <laughs> and then oh boy this is gonna be my final horror movie of 2018 cam skip it oh no this is what you're going out on yep this is it oh well this this is it i mean there's still seven days left in the year so maybe i'll eight days uh maybe yeah. i'll watch something who knows well yeah anyway that's the whole episode <laughs> tell the people very anything. high energy end to the episode tell the people anything that you want them to know about you or how to reach you or what you're up to uh i'm around you know i'm in the creepy podsta fan group on facebook which is pretty fun i posted a picture of the effigy of Gritty that my school built, which was horrible, uh, <laughs> in it, in it, because it's my real life creepy monster. Uh, you can find me on on Twitter as Banana Xylophone. I look at it sometimes, usually just when Jeff posts episodes of the show, uh, or on uh, Snapchat as uh, Banana Boat V3. I'm available on Snapchat, and Instagram, Jeff JK Mastodon dot cloud slash at JK. I oh. don't use Twitter anymore, except to reply, retweet, quote tweet maybe once every day or every other day. Um, I will only very rarely do original tweets, usually if I click on the Twitter icon by accident instead of the Mastolab icon, but I use Mastodon exclusively. You can go to the URL mastodon.cloud slash at JK, and that will give you my Mastodon feed, which is where I put all of my thoughts lately. Um, Snapchat and Instagram are better. Um, if you want to chat, I'll chat with you. If you're having a hard time, I'm, reach out. I, you know, I'm good about talking to people while they're having a hard time. So, I mean, if you're yeah, having a good time, if you true. have any suggestions for things, um, the best way to do it, since I'm not on Twitter very much anymore, is to post on the pinned thread in the Facebook group. If you really don't want to use Facebook, then I guess you can Mastodon direct message it to me. If you really don't want to use Mastodon, you can email me, Jeff, at coolnames dot biz i think goes oh my to my God. email i, I want a cool meme stop biz email okay, Man, okay. that's the I'll, best i'll give you one uh jeff at really? funtimes dot online also goes to me for sure pretty good yep. um that's wow. all we have to say about this one goodbye i i searched quotes from from cam movie and i got the campaign where there's a quote that says cam brady if it's a rockin don't come a knockin that's nothing <laughs> 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 and <Goodbye. laughs>